0: The Masters on Sky Sports, now half-price for six months. Witness all four unmissable days live from Augusta. It's one of the grand theatres of the sporting world. Oh, what a shot! You couldn't script this for a Hollywood movie. The best place to watch all four days of the Masters live. To join or upgrade and get Sky Sports half-price for six months, search Sky Sports Golf. New sports customers only. Standard pricing applies after six months. Further terms apply.
1: welcome to Pod's Own Country, the Yorkshire Post political podcast. I'm Jerry Scott, the Yorkshire Post Westminster correspondent. And as you listeners will know, we do try and hit on a new topic each week. And um, this week, I've got three students from across Yorkshire with me who are going to discuss exactly what it's been like being a student during a pandemic. And it was, I was going to say many years ago that I was a student. That wasn't that long ago, it was six years ago. And I can't imagine what the student experience would have been like during a pandemic, because so much of it, you know, is being at places in person, or at least what it was for me, um, being in the Students' Union Bar and running my student newspaper at the time, which I have great memories of. Shout out to Concrete at UEA in Norwich. Um, But look, we're going to talk to the people who really know what's going on um, and not a has been like me so that they can really tell us the problems they're faced this year and how they feel like the sector has been supported or not by the government. Let's, um, let's see what they have to say. Right, guys, thank you so much for joining me. I'm going to ask you to go around because um, obviously, pandemic-wise, we're doing this all remotely and I can't see any of your faces, which is sad. In normal times, I would have loved to have um, been with you. But uh, Harry, let's start with you. Can you tell me who you are and where you're from? It sounds a bit like a weird dating show, but let's go with it. Uh, Go ahead.
2: (laughs) So I'm Harry. I'm from Rotherham, but I study in York. Uh, I've recently completed my undergrad and now I'm studying an MA in public administration and public policy.
3: Kira, let's go with you next. Who are you and where are you from? I'm Kira Tracy. I'm from Northampton, but I'm currently studying uh, History and Politics at the University of Sheffield. Lovely. And we've got Shauna as well. Shauna, what are you studying and where? Hi, my name is Shauna Healy. I'm
4: originally from South Wales. Um, I'm currently living in Wakefield, but studying at Leeds Beckett University um, MSc Journalism.
1: Perfect. Well, guys, like I say, thank you so much for coming on. Um, We've got loads to get through today, and I know you're um, probably super busy studying as well. So we'll get straight to it. Um, Kier, I'm going to start with you. What I mean, it's a big question, but what has it been like being a student during the pandemic? Has it been
3: properly rubbish? It has been quite tough. I think one of the biggest issues I've found studying from home is that it's so hard to find that balance between work and play, Mm -hmm. Um, especially when your lectures and seminars are all online and then you're doing all your readings and all your essays and all your work at home it's so hard when you're trying to find some downtime because it's all merged into one and then you feel guilty for trying to take some time off so it's definitely been difficult trying to balance it all.
1: Yeah absolutely and Harry you you said you just kind of finished your undergrad I mean how was this year compared to your previous years of study?
2: Oh it's really been a, a downturn in in terms of well there's there's so many parts of it where the, the university experience has completely changed because it's very easy to think about the academic aspect and how you know, changing to where you study and having in-person contacts, that, that, that changed radically in my third term last year and yeah. now I've started my master's. But then the the social aspects, the societies, the people you meet, the places, it's all cut away. And when you spend years basing your your social life and your active life around these places and these people, for them to all disappear is a is a pretty big shock to the system,
3: yeah yeah absolutely i you know
1: I think i've um we've all had to adjust to working from home, but we don't often speak about you guys who have had to study from home um, and Sean, have you been studying from home as well, I take it,
4: yeah, um, all of my lectures have been online bar one that was um in person in Leeds, but now I think is all going online um for my new term. And it's definitely been difficult. um, As Kira said, it's difficult to um, define when you're working and when you're like just at home because I've been struggling with, well, I'm at home, so I should be, um, you know, I could put the washing on, I could do the dishes, I could do this and that, it's actually taken away from my studies. So I know it's a bit of, um, uh, I know it's, yeah, it's just been weird. And so I guess another part of this,
1: um, guys, this is it yeah, that you've kind of transitioned to online learning. I mean, sure. what um what challenges has that thrown up for you? I imagine it's a completely different experience to being in a lecture hall or a seminar room.
4: Yeah, it is completely different. I think Um, the best part of going into university is being surrounded by other people Um, so if you've got a question you know other people will have it too and talking about and having discussions online um, my lecturers are doing the best they can and shout out to them because they are really great but um, it's just a bit sterile and being in the same like small room is kind of driving me up the wall just because you know there's it's just a bit sterile and um yeah. you can drive I imagine it's not yeah not the same
1: at all I've seen some um lovely videos though of um students like you know saying thank you to their lecturers and stuff like that So I imagine it's really hard for them as well but yeah no it's a it's a tricky one so there's loads that we want to touch on today but I think one of the big things that I've picked up on Oh, over the whole report of this pandemic, but particularly recently when the third lockdown was announced, there was no mention of students at all. Did you realise that, Harry? Did you were you kinda of plugged into that? Do you feel like you've been forgotten by the government?
2: Oh, I, I remember distinctly listening to to that announcement walking home in the rain from the library. It's so already. All day working, wondering. <laughs> Yeah, what what's going to happen? We're wondering: is the library going to be open tomorrow? Can I can I do some work there, or am I back to my small desk at home? And I I remember thinking: there's absolutely no mention what whatsoever here, and it's it, it it's odd because letting so sort of giving universities the the freedom to decide for themselves gives certain advantages for some universities. So I I think it was Leeds Beckett that announced, I think they were the first to announce some sort of safety net for the most recent lockdown. But then York has been, well, York hasn't delivered a full safety net. And then other universities uh, and a lot of Russell Group universities aren't delivering the same sort of levels of of, uh, assistance to students that students really need that they did last time. And I'm sure that not, bringing universities in line with other forms of education by just completely mm-hmm. ignoring them. That, that can't help the procedure and that can't no, help. No, absolutely not. And that's a
1: really interesting point because support of what has or hasn't been offered is definitely something I want to get onto. It sounds like, stick with you for a second, Harry, you haven't felt that you've been very supported.
4: Well,
2: it's it's interesting. So in my third term last year, all I had was mm-hmm. my dissertation and that required little to no uh, contact hours. I, I only had a few meetings with my mm. supervisor, and so at, at that stage, when there was more support offered, it it wasn't as impactful to me because I I wasn't as in need. Um, but now it's come to when I'm in full time study and I'm working uh, not on just on one dissertation or one project, but but through a lot of things. what the University of York offered is what they've described as um, sort of not quite a safety net. They're they're very willing to admit that they can't do uh, the same as they've done before. And that's understandable in the sense that they can't offer the same um, methods of calculating safety net scores based on previous results. Because, of course, so many scores were calculations based on calculations. And I, I can see a difference there. But then it feels like the university is not as willing to give um, sort of major exceptional circumstances reports Uh, that they've um, I I think they need to be more forward in saying, if you want to reset, if you want to do something again, if you want to sit something as if it's Mm -hmm. the first time, everyone should be welcome to that because it's all right for someone who can get on with their writing, say, and and, uh, maybe they have, some office space or maybe they have a good laptop of their own and, and, and it's fine. But but then there are other things that could affect them in, in terms of uh, what's happened and in terms of what's closed and the, the sort of erosion of a, of a university social yeah. atmosphere. It, it's, it affects everyone in different ways and there needs to be a sort of blanket approach to say absolutely everyone can take opportunities to to, to redo things later on if yeah. they so wish. I don't think that's happened as as fully this time. No, and I think you're right. And I
1: laughed there, and not because it's funny, but because it's a laugh or cry situation. Because for you guys, this is your future, and you you mentioned actually Leeds Beckett there, Shona. Do you know about that safety net that Harry's talking about? There has that been something you've taken advantage of, or friends have, or that you know about?
4: Um, As um, I moved to Leeds Beckett from Manchester Manchester Metropolitan. yeah, so um I'm doing my postgrad here, so I haven't actually had to um use or think about mm-hmm. the safety net yet because thankfully I've been um furloughed for my uh, uh for my job so I don't have to um go into work. So I've had this time to fully dedicate to my studies, which um has been a benefit to my academic works. For the past four years I've um worked part time, mm-hmm. time st- alongside my studies, so um, but yeah, Leeds Beckett does have a safety net where they are calculating um, degree classifications. I think by sure. half of the credits. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. that must be, you know, like you say, you haven't had
1: to rely on on that, thankfully, which is really good. But the reassurance that that's there must give you some some kind of comfort in this time, I imagine.
4: Definitely. Um, I think one of the aspects of online learning is that you can't. Um, just ask a lecturer a question after class or talk to it um between students so having this safety net that if something has gone wrong that I haven't picked up on in one of my assignments that you can retake the um Mm -hmm. the module and submit the work again that is um yeah absolutely Carol, what about Sheffield
1: what's been going on there
3: Uh, as far as I'm aware they've said they're not going to give us another safety net this year we were quite lucky in having one last year but they've said ultimately over the summer they've designed the courses again to make them a lot easier um however the situation has changed since Mm -hmm. september as we all know and with this new lockdown there has been massive pleas to get this Mm -hmm. safety net back in place Um, there have been petitions sent round but the university kind of firmly said we're not going to re-implement the safety net policy but I just feel like if there are so many people who are calling for one um then why not try and make it as sort of um not easier but just to put the pressure off a little yeah, bit yeah and, and I really wonder to do if there's thing. a um
1: and by all means correct me if I'm wrong many people do all the time um but there's a feeling here and I definitely felt like this as a student because I was in one of the first years who was Charge nine thousand pound fees. That students are more consumers now than they ever have been. So if people are calling for that, maybe that it's in the university's kind of responsibility to deliver that. Do you think? I'll say with you, Kira, because we were talking about that just then. What do you think?
3: Absolutely. I think ultimately the university are here to make sure we are okay, uh, both mentally and academically. And if we feel like what's happening isn't enough, then they should hear that and make adjustments accordingly um so if we if like the majority are feeling like a safety net would be a massive help then why not implement that and just try to accommodate us as much as possible yeah absolutely And you know any of you feel
1: free to come in here i'm going to stick on tuition fees has there been any whisper of tuition fees being um i don't know refunded anywhere i think um Ross Johnson has said that he, you know, is sympathetic to it, but hasn't actually implemented anything. Is that something that any of you would like to see? Stupid question. Of course you would. But is uh, a you know, why would that be helpful, I suppose?
4: My um my personal opinion of it is that we should be focusing more on, um, rent cancellations and rent refunds and actual tuition okay. fees. Yeah, yeah. Um, as an undergrad, um, I guess student finance Wales. I can't speak for student finance England. Um. Mm-hmm. So, but for student finance Wales, you get um you know the, up to the nine thousand, but only half of that is um repayable because the other half oh, is grants.
0: Okay. Um,
4: and. But, and as we all know, that you only repay back that tuition after you reach a certain amount of um, uh, income from a job. Sure, which is it's your- more like a graduate tax, really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So even if we do cancel tuition, it's not like that 9000 or four and a half or £5,000 is going to come to my bank account. It's just going to be wiped off. But in the grand the- scheme of things, I don't think it really matters all that much. I think we should... Focus on getting people who can't go to their student accommodation because it's illegal um, to get that money refunded because it's totally unfair. Mm
1: -hmm. And is the the problem there then often, I suppose, that uh, I imagine a lot of you guys, maybe all of you, uh, because none of your first years are in um, private rented accommodation. Is that the case for
4: all of you? Uh, Yeah, I um, actually live with my partner, um, so thankfully I don't... um, Give any money to student landlords, but I have done for the last two years, and it's horrible. Mm-hmm. You
1: know, I suppose. <laughs> you know, is that the same for you, Harry. Sorry, you were going to come in there.
2: Uh, yes, yeah, so I, I also live in a in a, a private let with my with my partner, and again, it's very very fortunate to be in that position. But then the the student newspapers I've been involved with have officers in an accommodation block, and there are a lot of people there um, that that are really really They've been. They, they were angry through the through the last year because of spending most of the time not not allowed out. A, a number yeah. of those flats were were in quarantine, and I, I can't imagine the people I met there are, are going to be much happier.
1: Mm-hmm. No, no. And we saw we saw the photos, didn't we, from right up in, you know at the start of um, start of these measures, not this current lockdown, but previous ones of people locked in their rooms and kind of um, you know putting you know sticky notes up the window with very rude messages to boris johnson which we would never endorse on pod Country, i'm sure (laughs) they've very good pictures the front of our newspaper um kira what's your what's your situation with with rent would you like
3: to see a cut in your rent um that would be great but i'm also not in student accommodation Mm -hmm. so i just can't see how that would be visible so even though it feels ridiculous that legally we're not even allowed to go there but I, I really can't imagine it happening. Um, maybe that's quite pessimistic of me, but... No, but I think yeah. you're right, because
1: what can universities do, right? They can't afford private landlords. To their
3: ends. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, I do know that our student accommodation, uh, the first years that are living there, the, they are getting their money back, for the weeks that they're not allowed to be there. Um, Some people are congratulating that, but it kind of feels bare minimum. It's like they're not allowed to go there. Of course, they shouldn't have to pay, um, which I think definitely sets the mood of how we are taking this situation. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Harry, did you say you're still in York? Is that right?
2: Yes, yeah.
3: Yeah, absolutely. The reason that
1: I ask is because I know a lot of people have kind of gone home. I had to stay at home with parents and things like that. And I'm interested to know what the kind of feeling in university towns and cities is because we have seen some reports of parties and things like that. But is it on the whole, what's the feeling you're getting? Are people taking these restrictions seriously or are they kind of sick of them and thinking, well, well, I've had enough. I'm just going to have my student experience anyway.
2: Well, it's changed drastically between time periods as well. But then there's been a lot of there's been a lot of discussion in, in York, sort of in the local press about, how responsible students are for cases and mm-hmm. certainly at the start of last term um, within all the sort of wards of York, the, the, the ward with the University of York in and where most of the students live did have the higher case numbers but what was sort of suggested is that was not inter, um, sort of intermeeting transition but transmission from people who've had it and then have to live with 14 people they've never met before. And that's sort of been reinforced because York's cases, while have been pretty low throughout the last term, have skyrocketed, especially for, for the rest of the region. And um, when you look at the... Uh, one of the local papers did an excellent breakdown of um, the the age categories for where cases were most prevalent. And it wasn't the, the, the 18 to 24-year-old group at all. It, it was far more prevalent in 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 the sort of 40s to 60s and those sorts of groups where obviously i I know a few quite a few mature students but that's not the predominant student characteristic that's not the predominant you know what the predominant number of students in york um uh, are like and it's it it all comes down to one of these things where where some students are never going to listen Uh, and, and that's that's that becomes more and more understandable as time goes by, because you know the less you see people, the less you can do. The more intolerable it, it really does become. But then, when the university cuts off so many social spaces, it closes the the bars on campus, and then it removes teaching. So there's very little reason, if you don't live there, to be on campus. Students have there aren't that many choices you can't you can't do that much and especially if you're a first year when you're the only people you know in in the city are the the 14 or so strangers that you've been put in a series of flats with there is there is so little sort of student activity parties things like that um students are really seem to be forced into following the rules by and large and obviously that doesn't take account exceptions where some students have a party or something like that. But like I say, the, the um, sort of inter-student transmission on the university and across the age group in the cities remained low. So it's not the predominant source of transmission here. So students do seem to be on the whole following through the rules regardless of how they feel.
1: I've been on the York campus, I've only the geese for company. A goose on York campus wants to my breakfast, um, <laughs> which was uh, not, not ideal after uh, um, the, the night that I had before, but we carry on. Um, I suppose the reason that I ask that is because I I often feel like students get quite, quite a bad press um, over things like these restrictions, and if you read any newspaper comment section which um, is... <laughs> probably not frequented by people of your age quite often Um they'll say things about students or young people and um kira i'm going to come to you i mean have you felt blamed by other generations um because
3: you know this really does impact you guys more than a lot of other people 100 percent. i feel like We've been totally scapegoated, um, particularly when things started picking up in September, when cases started to rise. Everyone pinned it on students going back to university, despite the fact that Eat Out to Help Out was happening, um, as well as a lot of students have to do part time jobs. And a lot of those jobs tend to be in restaurants, cafes, bars, supermarkets. So very much being in the front line of potentially getting a virus um, and students were definitely um, unfairly scapegoated for it uh which is insane and I have seen a lot of comments um from older generations being like the students just you know they're they're bad influence and um yeah definitely yeah that's not helpful surely
1: you mentioned that you had a part-time job that you've been furloughed from thankfully but um what I, I guess what I'm trying to get at there is people are wrong aren't they to say that, that you know all students do uh, kind of, you know, go out and party, get drunk all the time. That is a big part of the student experience. I remember enjoying that as well. But you work hard and play hard as well, right? And so people should maybe think again about the perceptions that they have about students and the IRS. What do you What do you think about that, Shonda?
4: Yeah, of course. Um, I think... F- Part of my undergrad, most of it, you know, the best parts were going out and partying. And that's what you're told to go to university. You can do this. You have your freedom. Um, and now that's completely changed. You haven't got your freedom. You're in, um, you know, you can't leave your room. You can't go out to meet friends. Um, and I think the mis- it is a misconception. Um, also, I have worked part time and, um, you know, people my age have had to work in pubs and things and so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's not been easy that's no. for sure that's for sure
1: um look I want to look towards the future a bit just before we before we wrap up um I guess what I've been concerned about when looking at not only university students but also A-level students and um you know young people who are doing GCSEs and things like that are the, the future kind of prospects and. Um, Kira, I'm going to come back to you first. Are you worried about, you know, the economic downturn that we're now seeing from this pandemic and what that might mean for you when you kind of, you know, finish being a student and um, are looking for, you know, start your career?
3: Definitely. Uh, Things just seem quite bleak at the moment and I'm already just considering to do a master's to buy some time and hope that once that's done, there'll be some more opportunities to take. Um, I've had some real... Bad horror stories. I'm not sure if um, Harry and Shauna can relate. From postgrads who have tried to find work and still, after over a year of searching, they're not able to find work. Um, it's really scary, and things aren't looking too great at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. How about
2: you, Harry? What's the outlook? Yeah, I'm I'm absolutely terrified. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I've, I, I I did. I was always thinking about doing a master's, but absolutely did uh, start one with the idea that this gives me another year. I've got some more breathing room and it's all reinforced by the fact that even when i complete this additional year the the sort of graduate job market is still going to be shot because there'll be everyone from the year before who might have spent a year if they can living with their parents or maybe taking a gap year or 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 trying to take a breather while everything is is quite quite manic so i'm really not looking forward to after september
1: no no absolutely not and surely you said you were um, studying journalism are you uh,
4: are you looking are you looking to go into into the industry welcome if you <laughs> are, <always. laughs> thank you yeah um so when i was deciding to do my master's i was deciding should i um start this september or should i wait a year and i'm glad that i did it this year because um you know being furloughed i have had the opportunity to do free um work experience that i otherwise wouldn't have just had time to because um being a low-income student, I like have had to work, um, so having this spare time has allowed me to do so. So I'm glad that I've had this experience and um, I'm hoping that this experience that I've built will um, give me a career at the end of September when I finish my degree but so as you know um, journalism is a really hard industry to get into especially you know there's so many people and as Harry said there's going to be people from um, the year previous trying to look for jobs as well but um, I'm hopeful and just praying that I get (laughs) a job at the end
1: absolutely well look guys you all have my sympathy before we before we kind of wrap up um, I guess I'd like to give you each the opportunity to kind of say something to the government because I do get to speak to them sometimes. Um, they, I'm not sure they listen, but I do get to speak to them. I mean, Shauna, should we start with you? What would your message be to the government on what they should be doing for students if you, if you got to talk to Boris Johnson on the phone right
4: now? Um, please refund everyone who cannot Um, access their student accommodation is just not fair Um, I think also give more um, financial help to students obviously we have our um, our um, loans and grants and things however they run out pretty quickly and as you're a student you can't um, apply for the dole like there's limited Mm -hmm. jobs all the jobs that we were doing bars, restaurants, nightclubs um, coffee shops they're all closed so um, yeah that's where I would
1: yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Kira, how about you? But if you had Boris Johnson or, um, I suppose, Gavin Williamson on the on the phone, what would you what would you have to say to them? No swearing, please.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I'd first have to start with please feed children. Um, but other than that, I'd say please just consider universities uh, when you're talking about um, coronavirus. I think we've been very much left in the dark and we're always a few days behind in finding out what's happening. Um, so just a bit of consideration and... Yeah, mindfulness in the future because we still we still count and we're still um, struggling along with everyone else. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Harry. Round us off. What
1: would be your message to the government? Had you the opportunity to tell them what you thought?
2: Uh, yeah, when the first case in this country was found to be a student in New York, the university handled communication far better than the government did. So, I'd like to see them uh, sack their communication officers and put some people <laughs> from the uh, from the union. But I'd also like to suggest that the Uh, The contractors who hold joint contracts for private accommodation with the universities, they need to be withheld from uh, uh, complaining if the universities have to breach contracts to refund students over accommodation they can't possibly uh, legally use. Um, The universities need to be able to do that without fear of big uh, companies that make buildings uh, coming down hard on them.
3: Yeah, and they're all really, really
1: useful suggestions that I think uh, they should take up. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. That's been such an interesting kind of insight. We could have spoken for absolutely ages on this. Um, maybe in a few months, you guys will come back on and um, have another chat and, you know, see how see how things are going then. Do you fancy That'd that? That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Lovely, lovely. Great. Well, thanks, guys, and um, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you.
2: Thank you, thank you very much.
1: Thank you so much for listening to Pod's Own Country, the Yorkshire Post political podcast. I've been Jerry Scott, the Yorkshire Post Westminster correspondent, and we were joined today by three students from across Yorkshire who told us all about their experiences, and frankly, it was fascinating. Um, look you can find this podcast wherever you usually get your podcasts whether that's iTunes Spotify Google Play I think we're even on Amazon Alexas nowadays so you can ask um, Alexa to play Podzo Country which um, my mother personally finds very very exciting um but we would love it if you could leave us a review, if you could subscribe, if you could tell your friends, if you could share us on Twitter. And don't want to sound too beggy, but it really does help boost us in the charts and helps a little podcast like us fighting out against the um, big boys at the BBC, etc. So we'd really love that. And we will be back next week with another guest and we will speak to you then.
0: The Masters on Sky Sports, now half-price for six months. Witness all four unmissable days live from Augusta. It's one of the grand theatres of the sporting world. Oh, a shot! You couldn't skip this for a Hollywood movie. The best place to watch all four days of the Masters live. To join or upgrade and get Sky Sports half-price for six months, search Sky Sports Golf. New sports customers only. Standard pricing applies after six months. Further terms apply.